Bioneer's Revolution from the Heart of Nature is made possible in part by Organic Valley, a farmer-owned cooperative producing local food with the future in mind since 1988. Learn more at OrganicValley.com. Welcome to the Bioneer's Revolution from the Heart of Nature. 20% of the greenhouse gas emissions that cause climate change are due to tropical deforestation. It's more than all the transportation in the world put together. If we could just make trees worth more alive than dead, it's the easiest way to reduce greenhouse gas emission. And Chief Almir's project, it looks like they will be the first tribe to be paid for replanting forest and protecting forest that could otherwise have been lost. It's all alive. It's all connected. It's all intelligent. It's all relatives. We stand at the threshold of a historic opportunity in the human experiment to reimagine how to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. It's a revolution from the heart of nature and the human heart. In this series, The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, we celebrate social and scientific innovators with breakthrough solutions for restoring people and planet creating a future environment of hope. On September 7, 1969, deep in the rainforests of northwestern Brazil, the indigenous Suruí people made their first fateful contact with Westerners. The Suruí chief met and stopped the invading heavy equipment with his bow and arrow. Far to the north, a few dreamers were first imagining what would come to be known as the World Wide Web. In the early 70s, just as the Trans-Amazonian Highway was beginning construction through virgin rainforests, half a world away, the future founders of Google were born. At the time the building of that highway destroyed the first Surui village, Stanford University researchers were describing the new digital highway of global computer networking as the Internet. By the early 80s, when disease and violence had reduced the Surui tribe to fewer than 300 members, the Brazilian government began setting aside rainforest reserves to help indigenous people stave off the ravaging encroachment of the modern world. When email was invented at the end of the 80s, and by 1992 the Internet was exploding at the rate of 100% per year, the Surui elected a 17-year-old named Almir Nariamoga as their chief. They sent him off to get a college education in the hope of saving their tribe from annihilation and their homelands from utter devastation. Four years later, a couple of Stanford University students founded Google. And just a decade after that, after facing down the World Bank, the Brazilian government, and swarms of illegal loggers and miners, Chief Almir Surui arrived expectantly at the doorstep of the Googleplex in Mountain View, California, in the digital heart of Silicon Valley. His purpose was to ask for technological tools to save his people and their homelands. Join us for From Bows and Arrows to Laptops, marrying traditional knowledge with web technology to save the Amazon, with Chief Almir Surui and Rebecca Moore from Google Earth Outreach. My name is Neil Harvey. I'll be your host. Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature.
We were invited to train an Amazon Indian tribe recently in how to use Google Earth to save the rainforest, protect their culture, and preserve their history. And, yeah. So we, we literally went down to the Amazon and taught people who have never touched a computer before how to use Google Earth. Rebecca Moore is the founder and manager of Google Earth Outreach, a program that uses the power of technology for the common good. Google Earth Outreach supports nonprofits, communities, and indigenous peoples to apply the most sophisticated mapping tools to pressing global problems, usually at the local level. She set out to assist the ancient Surui tribe. Thousands and thousands of hectares of land have been lost to illegal logging and mining, and They've tried to fight them off with bow and arrow, but that doesn't really work. <laughs> it's not enough. As the story goes, Chief Marimo, Chief Almir's father, single-handedly stopped a truck full of gun-toting loggers. He stood in the middle of the road in full-feathered regalia and body paint with bow and arrow in hand. Police implored him not to shoot. The truck turned around and departed. But the life-and-death battle was just beginning. Eleven Surui tribal chiefs have been assassinated for resisting illegal logging. Chief Almir briefly had to flee his home when a $100,000 bounty was reputedly placed on his head. The Surui realized they had to learn new strategies in order to survive. So the Chief Almir was the first member of his tribe to go to university. He happened, like some people in this audience, to try Google Earth at an internet cafe, and the first thing he did was he flew to his home. And when he saw it in Google Earth, um, it's staggering, because you can see that it's a little island of green rainforest amidst a vast sea of deforestation and clear-cutting. And, he, and it's also blank. You know, in the rest of the world, we have roads and borders and cities and photographs and YouTube videos that people have contributed, but his territory is blank. So he came to us, he came thousands of miles and asked us, would we teach his tribe how to use Google Earth to put the Surui tribe on the map and to save their history and culture and, and the rainforest? Google Earth claims half a billion users worldwide, including the Surui. Users zoom in or in Google speak fly to any location on the planet using interactive satellite imagery. Working with the Amazon Conservation Team, called ACT, the Surui are engaged in an ethnographic mapping process that interprets and annotates their rainforest world for Google Earth visitors. ACT's Brazil director Vasco van Rusmalen translated for Chief Almir when he spoke at a recent Bioneers conference. Obrigado. Essa conferência Bainir, que nos dá a oportunidade para que a gente pudesse falar do nosso povo, Paité, lá do estado de Rondônia, na Amazônia brasileira. Thank you to Bainiers for giving us the opportunity to speak in the name of our people, the Suluí people of the state of Rondônia of the Brazilian Amazon. Obrigado vocês por Thank you for being here to listen to this experience that we're building with our partners to build a better future. E assim eu quero dizer que today we are 1300 Sui. Before first contact we were 5000. And that really woke us up because we knew that if we didn't do anything our people could end. 
And we became even more worried when we saw that our forest would go together with us. And so we had to find a way to create dialogue with the rest of the world, to find a way for our future. And one of the ways that we found that we could communicate is through the internet and through technology, and in that way reach the rest of the world and make our contribution. So my people don't know technology, but we know traditional knowledge, we know the forest, and we, we can communicate with the spirits. But seeing that this technology was very important to create this dialogue with the outside world, to bring our message to the world that if we don't think about what we do, that we bring a great threat to our future. And here I'm not saying we as the Suwi people, but I'm saying we as all of humanity. And that's when we decided to make our experience in our 600,000 acres of rainforest, to make it a model and to build a 50-year plan for our future. And here I'm not saying that the forest is untouchable. We need to be part and work with her and develop economically, socially and environmentally justly. Our economic system, the economic system, needs to recognize the ecosystem services of the forest so that we can have a good quality of life. And then we as humans need to recognize and respect the contribution of the forest, their spirituality and the things that it offers, such as our water. And so our people are building this experience of sustainability with the forest and bringing it to the world through the technology and the internet so we can build a sustainable future. And it's a warning to all of us that the forest ends to climate change and to what we leave to the next generations. But my people have hope that we can build a better future together. The Surui live in 24 villages within the September 7th Reserve, named after the date of their first contact with Western civilization. Chief Almir spoke with us about how the tribe resists seemingly irresistible pressure on their land and lifeways. And this pressure comes from cattle, uh, loggers, the roads, and specifically from those who believe that development is cutting down the forest. Isso nos trouxe, and this brought us to discuss internally how we can ensure that our forest does not end. Because these forests feed us, our spiritually, water-wise, and food, everything. And so uh, every forest has its specialness and its biodiversity, uh, just like the rainforest. There are the animals uh, like jaguars, and caiman, eagles. But we indigenous peoples manage all of this. We don't kill animals just to kill them. We don't kill animals that we don't eat. So this is the richness, this is the treasure that we protect of the Amazon. And so we don't exist without the forest, and the forest doesn't exist without us. And so how can we together, humans and the forest, find a new model for finding quality of life for people. And so to achieve this, we have formed alliances and found partners all over the world to find this new model of respect 
and a sustainable world. Google Earth shows the Suruwe territory as a lush green trapezoid, surrounded on three sides by logged and barren lands. Tribal members patrol the rainforest armed with GPS-equipped cell phones. When they discover illegal activity, they take pictures, tag the location, and beam that information to law enforcement authorities. They gather irrefutable evidence to share with potentially half a billion Google Earth digital eyewitnesses around the world. But Chief Almir has a vision that is much larger than cataloging the losses and apprehending lawbreakers on his people's land. Again, Rebecca Moore. He has a very astute vision for how the tribe can make a transition from their traditional way of life, living off the rainforest, which they can no longer do because of all of the the logging has essentially removed the fruits and the nuts, driven the game away. They can't get the same fish out of the the rivers. Um, They need to engage with the modern world in some way. And he thought he could use the Internet. His tribe could use the Internet and web tools, creating a, a site, blogging, using search to engage with the modern world and be able to share the projects that the Surawi are doing to not only defend the territory but replant the forest that had been illegally logged. He has a plan to reforest more than 7,000 hectares of forest. And what's wonderful about this, uh, first of all, it will benefit all of us because the Amazon are the lungs of the planet. You know, they take in huge amounts of carbon dioxide. They produce the oxygen that we breathe. And the Amazon, the rainforest, uh, mitigates climate change in a way. It's been shown that uh, 20% of the greenhouse gas emissions that cause global warming and climate change are due to tropical deforestation. It's more than all the transportation in the world put together. If we could just make trees worth more alive than dead, if we could just find a monetary mechanism to reward, an incentive to reward keeping the forest standing, then it's considered the low-hanging fruit of climate change. It's the easiest way to reduce greenhouse gas emission. And the Chief Almir's project, um, it looks like they will be the first tribe to gain approval for a what's called a forest carbon project where they will be paid for authoritatively replanting forest and protecting forest that could otherwise have been lost. The Surui have developed a 50-year sustainability plan that relies on handicrafts, reforestation, and subsistence farming of coffee and fruit trees. Chief Almir's vision includes giving the youngest members of his tribe the tools to direct their own destiny. Google Earth has helped them take a giant leap into the technological age of a wired world. When we return, Chief Almir Surui and Rebecca Moore have both adopted new ideas in order to navigate the radically changing world. This is from bows and arrows to laptops, marrying traditional knowledge with web technology to save the Amazon. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature.
You can download this and other Bioneers programs on the radio pages at Bioneers.org. For millennia, the Soterui have held tribal knowledge in their skillful hands. Securely stored in the minds of their elders and shamans are their sacred sites, intimate place names, sophisticated ecological knowledge, and vital community ceremonies. When the Suruwi integrated their closely observed cultural maps with the satellite technology of Google Earth, they began transmitting an invaluable biocultural legacy to young tribal members. The Suruwi have, with the training from the Amazon conservation team who taught them how to use GPS, have mapped more than 2,000 important sites on their land. Uh, they may be cultural sites where they do ceremony or they may be where they hunt, where they fish, where they gather medicinal plants, um, where they gather the three kinds of wood they need to make their arrows. And the site of first contact, for example, the sites of their reforestation projects. Um, and they've created beautiful hand-colored icons that uh, you will be able to fly into Google Earth and see unlike anything anyone has ever seen before, see the, you know, the, the historical battle icon. You've got a warrior in full regalia with the bow and arrow. You click on that, you get the story of a famous battle. The Surui are a warrior tribe. Or you fly in and you see a jaguar icon, and you click on that, you get photographs and stories. You may click on one and learn the cultural myth, the creation myth of the Surui people. The Amazon conservation team has used a participatory strategy with 19 other indigenous peoples to map more than 40 million acres of rainforest across South America. In most cases, the maps have true legal standing because they've been created under agreements with or in cooperation with national governments. Again, Rebecca Moore. The Surui are the first tribe we've worked with, but when we went down there, the Amazon conservation team, who's our, really our NGO partner in Brazil on the ground, and they've been fantastic to work with, they set up a second training for us in a different part of the Amazon, and there were more than a dozen tribes that attended that. This was a few days after the Surui training. Um, there were several women who had walked more than a day to attend this training, there's going to be a dam built that's clearly going to flood some indigenous territories. And they said, Rebecca, can, can Google Earth tell us what parts of our land are going to be flooded? These are the kind of issues they're facing. But technology is just a tool. As the world has witnessed time and time again, tools can be used for good or ill, to create or destroy. Chief Almir says it will take all of us working together to save our precious biosphere and the rich diversity of the world's peoples. Mas nós povos indígena não podemos também garantir esse futuro sozinho. Precisamos que cada pessoa faça também a sua contribuição. But we as indigenous peoples alone cannot guarantee our future. Each person has to do their bit. Construir o mundo to build a world with respect, where the world, everyone respects each other's space and jointly build a better world. Because the world and our planet gives us many messages, and those who can understand them know that. Because we need to use sustainably that which we still have in our own space, use water sustainably, the air that we breathe. 
So when we decided to dialogue with the other world, we didn't want to be on top or on the bottom. We wanted to dialogue equally with respect to together build this better world and believe that we can all work together to make this happen and to believe in your own potential and to believe in the love that we have for a right to live. Então é isso. And so we believe that there's still hope to be able to live with respect and dignity. So I'm not asking here as a favor. The forest is not asking as a favor to exist. It is just asking to be able to contribute and continue to, and to have it recognized its ecosystem services to each and one of us. The potential of the forest is still not very much recognized, and we hope that those who govern us will develop policies to recognize and in that way have the forest help construct our society. Rebecca Moore. I'd always been an environmentalist, but I hadn't been as aware of the rich cultural diversity that exists in the world and how it is also under threat. There are many Amazon tribes that have gone extinct after contact with the modern world. They're going extinct even as we speak. There are some tribes that are down to two or three people. And I feel that I know more about polar bears going extinct. Most people seem to know more about that sort of threat than about endangered cultures. So that's opened my eyes. And then the way they look at the world. When I was down there, I brought my sort of business attitude and, oh, they're going to do a ceremony. What time will the ceremony be? <laughs> and they looked at me very puzzled. We'll have the ceremony when everything's prepared and ready for the ceremony. And I thought, oh, when, when will that be? It will be when it's ready. And the funny thing was later that day, my watch stopped. <laughs> and I, uh, but also, I guess, when they, as a tribe, face an important decision, they gather everyone together and allow everyone to speak. They don't interrupt. They go around and around in a circle until there's nothing more to say. And I was very struck by how they seem to reach consensus. It takes a long time, but it it's very solid. And I sort of got the idea it would be neat to build one of their type of, uh, it's called a maloka, their thatch structures, roundhouses. I want to build one of those on the Google campus. So when we're having, facing a difficult decision, get everyone together and do what the sir we do. And so we want to be able to contribute through our 600,000 acres of rainforest to show how you can have a quality of life as we, the Sulawesi, seek, and through that, bring that to everyone else. And that's what we ask you to do as audience, to take this message to those people who still don't realize this. So we want you to help build this new reality together with us 
and using the internet and using technology. And some people have asked me, well, isn't the internet dangerous for you? And then he responds, what isn't? <laughs> and I mean, it is up to us and our conscience how we use these things and how we use them to, whether it's for good or for bad. This is the, this is the contribution that he wants to make to all of you. And he's very, he feels very much to his emotions because he's never talked to a public as wonderful as all of you. Obrigado. So. Chief Almir of the Surui and Rebecca Moore of Google Earth Outreach, joining forces to map a future environment of hope, opening our eyes and hearts in a revolution from the heart of nature. From bows and arrows to laptops, marrying traditional knowledge with web technology to save the Amazon. Downloads of this program and many other Bioneers radio shows are available on the radio pages at Bioneers.org or by calling 1-877-BIONEER. That's 1-877-246-6337. Visit Bioneers.org where you can learn how to attend the annual October Bioneers National Conference and local beaming Bioneers conferences. Purchase the radio series, conference CDs and DVDs, and Bioneers books. Join the thriving online Bioneers community and become a Bioneers member or make a donation. All at Bioneers.org or by calling 1-877-BIONEER. The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature is a production of Collective Heritage Institute. Executive producer, Kenny Ausubel. Written by Catherine Stifter and Kenny Ausubel. Senior producer, Neil Harvey. Managing producer, Stephanie Welch. Production management, Aaron Leventman and Chuck Castleberry. Station relations by Creative PR. Distribution is by WFMT Radio Network. Original recordings provided by Focus Audio Visual. Interview recording engineer, Jeff Westman. Our theme music is taken from the album Journey Between by Baca Beyond and used by permission of Hannibal Records, a Rykodisc label. Additional music was made available by Sounds True at soundstrue.com. For more music information, please visit Bioneers.org. The opinions expressed in the Bioneers Revolution from the Heart of Nature radio series are those of the presenters and are not necessarily those of Collective Heritage Institute, the underwriters, or this radio station. My name is Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. I invite you to join the Bioneers in inspiring a shift 
to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. This is program number 1210. Bioneers' revolution from the heart of nature is made possible in part by Organic Valley, a farmer-owned cooperative producing local food with the future in mind since 1988. Learn more at organicvalley.com.